Welcome back to the Reality Served Real podcast. We're your hosts, Christina, Abby, and Michelle. And today we are going to um, be talking about a couple weeks of, of episodes. We took last week off. It was Halloween. Abby was sick. We had some stuff going on. So um, we're back this week and uh, we have all the shows to talk about because, man, is it a true fall reality season <laughs> this, right, this fall. The strike, there's no scripted shows it's all reality shows it's crazy it's crazy because it also makes me realize since everything is on at the same time like which ones i like more than other ones you know because like yeah. big brother for example for me it's like i'm so glad that it's over next week because it's on <laughs> three times a week and compared to the other shows there's just like so much more I would rather be watching. But if it was like the only one of two shows that was on, then I would be all for it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I usually stop watching Big Brother at the end because I hate everyone, but I still like Felicia and Jag, so I'm still watching. Oh, well, lucky you. Yeah. You might you might get them as a final two. I know, we'll see. Well, you think he's going to do it? Okay, I'm I'm jumping. Okay, go ahead. That's okay. We can start with Big Brother. That's fine. Uh, yeah. So going into Big Brother, we have going back two weeks. My MVP was Jag, and my LVP was Bowie. Um, I Jag was just. He, I mean, he's just winning everything. Um, to a point where. I mean, it was just, it's just hard not to give him the MVP. And then I gave my LVP to Bowie because she won um, HOH in the second, the, on the double eviction night. And she didn't put Jagger Matt up, which I think was a detriment to her. um, Because I think it that's if they weren't there that's the only way she would have won she would have won against america she would have won against blue she would win against felicia she has a a series of hoh wins um so i just i didn't think it was a good move by by her um to not get one of them out during the double what did you i don't know this jury seems like it could be really bitter Right, Michelle? Yeah, I actually had Bowie Jane as my MVP for winning that HOH because I feel like she secured her spot. And then I had America as my LVP because she got kicked out on the double. She never won one competition all season long. She's kind of the reason Corey got kicked out. So, yeah, I gave her my my LVP for the Corey thing when he got evicted, though. So, yeah. Um, can we talk about the Twitter MVP of Big Brother? Sure. Our co-host who just oh me <laughs> knocking people around left and right. Are you new here? Have you watched before? Have you? <laughs> I'm just getting so sassy, Michelle. It's really hard because usually I like whoever Twitter likes. I don't know why, but this season I do not. Like, no one likes Jag, and I like Jag, so I'm defending him a little bit. 
Is it that, okay, I don't know, but is it that people don't like Jag or is it just that they don't want Jag to win? Because I like Jag, but I don't want Jag to win. People don't like him and people don't like him in the game and everyone keeps saying he got voted out 10 to 0. He did. So That's they, always going to be their go-to. Yep. And, and then, the other big thing is they think it's rigged for him basically they think it's rigged for a male because of the comps yeah exactly competitions right exactly i've exactly. seen a lot of that on twitter because men won like i don't even know the percentage but only one woman won a veto so blue when, I look, at, when i look back at the season and i think about like two major things that happened or like what two major things that happened helped it come to this i think that in my opinion, there are two answers. One is the Jag elimination. Obviously, if that power wasn't able to be used, then he would be gone and this game would be completely different right now. And the other would be um, if America wouldn't have made that deal with Cameron and she would have won the pressure cooker because I know she has it in her to do that. Um, yep. she made the deal. I think those were the two yep. things that could have been like really big game changers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I wonder, you know what I wonder about, and I know this was so far in the past, it's weird, but I've always wondered how it would be different if Hassam had stayed. And people are so, like, against Jag, but, you know, Sari and Felicia, they turned on Hassam, their own alliance member. Like, they did that. Yep, that was a huge mistake. They even admit they finally admitted that that was a big. Oh, mistake. they did. Okay. Yeah, they did. They admitted it. They that's where they think that they went wrong. I think that would have been a game changer, big time. And I also wonder how Twitter would be responding if Sari and Jared would were still in the game. If they would still have, you know, because like Jack shouldn't be here. The comps are rigged. But I wonder if they'd be saying the same thing. Like, well here's a famous survivor player and she had her son playing with her if they were in the final four it's just interesting i think twitter bb twitter has been more interesting than the season twitter is always fun when it comes to especially because of live feeds and everything Twitter is always fun when it comes to big brother yeah did you have any quotes this week i had a couple uh for the last for last week's episode or for um for two, oh, right? two weeks ago okay. yeah no i just had felicia saying look at god when america got evicted <laughs> um i had two america quotes so in the very beginning of the week after Corey got eliminated she's in a confessional and she's crying and she's like i forgot i wasn't wearing waterproof mascara and i just thought that was funny um and then Obviously, this didn't end up coming to fruition, but in one another one of her confessionals, she said, if I'm still here next week and I want HOH, Matt and Jag, the American Revolution is coming. <laughs> I like that. Too bad she couldn't ever back up anything she said because she, she, she was entertaining in some aspects, but... I agree. But she wasn't, like, great at... Yeah, that stuff. Well, I haven't been watching the comps, obviously, because I I kind of 
gave up on this season. But what do y'all think about the cons? Do y'all think they've been more friendly or? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of like, I think because I watched the challenge before I watched Big Brother and Survivor, I think like Big Brother and Survivor cops are both just kind of like meh to me. I'd rather have them. Sweet. Well, they're both so repetitive. Yes, all the comps are the same damn comps over and over. So yeah, which like <laughs> Bowie has won like the same comp three times. Yeah, like all the mental comps are look at a picture and figure out like what's there or where something is in the picture. Bowie won it three times. Like how many times can we do the same thing? Um, and they got rid of like there used to be more like true or false ones. There used to be more like things anybody like crapshoot ones. They got rid of all that hide and go veto. They didn't do so. I oh. think they suck this season. I'm kind of glad they didn't do hide and go veto. That comp made me cringe every time I watched it. With how bad they trashed it. <laughs> yeah, just destroying the house. I don't know why. I'm like that person that like it's just like oh my god, oh god. Yeah, it's, that one is hard to watch. <laughs> Last week's Big Brother, who did you give your MVP and LVP to? Uh, Last week, I gave my uh, MVP to Jag and my LVP to Sari. Like, I felt bad giving it to Sari, but she got voted out. And, and I don't she, think she tried that hard to say. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the fact that it was like Matt's HOH when she got out too, I feel like is a little more. I don't know. I don't know, but I will say so I'm probably like I want my thirty nine days back and not ninety something days. <laughs> yeah, no, she she yeah she did not like Big Brother. You know what I didn't like about the HOH comp? She pretended she was going after Felicia and wasted one of her balls like that was a total misstep that I think that's why I gave her the LVP um but, yeah I gave her my LVP the balls down down this like thing it was like bowling and they had to hit a person's face but you had to say the person you were trying to hit so you had to say I'm going for Jag and if you hit Jag one of Jags would be out and she didn't want the guys to think that she wasn't cool with them so she rolled it and said Felicia that, I thought that was really dumb. Yeah, I yeah, probably not her her smartest move. I, I I agree with that for sure. I gave her my LVP too, but I gave Bowie my MVP. Um, this week I know she was at my bottom the week before, but um, I think she like really really solidified things with Jag this episode or this week, and so um, I I mean obviously it depends on like who wins final three and all that but I think she's positioned herself really well to be in those final two chairs yeah she has definitely and I did not have any quotes from that week did you my only quote it's funny because Abby kind of mentioned that Sari missed 39 days my only quote was when Sari got evicted Julie asked her what did what was harder for playing Survivor four times or Big Brother, and she said Big Brother was way harder. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I mean, I guess it is twice as long. Yeah, 
she didn't she you could tell she didn't have a good time like when jared was there she was so busy trying to like clean up his messes then jared left and she was just miserable yeah yeah it's like yeah she did this season for jared for sure yeah it's a shame that he didn't even make jury as much as i didn't want to see him on my screen yeah no you're right Um, okay, so moving on to Survivor. Talking about episode five is one of the only reasons why I really wish that we could have podcasted last week because I wish that I could have just like been more in the moment when I talked about my hatred towards uh Jemiah. Um I she obviously got my LVP, but um I gave her my LVP because she so she goes on the journey right and she chooses Austin to go on the journey which first mistake because she's like oh yeah and then she tells everybody like we chose Austin because we know him and we think that he will be able to like give us information and I was just not a fan of that I really like Austin I did not want him on that journey I did not think that that was a good idea um, or reasoning for her to pick him to go on the journey. What you should have done is picked somebody else um, because you could, like, form more relationships with people that you didn't already know. Um, and then when they get to the the place where, like, they have to choose, there's, like, these idols. And if they all three have an idol, then, um, gosh, I can't remember the exact breakdown, but I think it's like, it's worth a vote or something, an extra, an extra vote. And then if they, if one of them gets eliminated, then it gains more power. And if it's down to just one of them having the idol, then it becomes like a full idol. Um, and, or they could choose to eat the sandwiches. And Austin wanted to eat the sandwiches. Um, Kelly didn't really care. She was, like, the deciding factor. Um, I think she would have gone either way. But Jemiah is the one that wanted to go with the idol. And I get that it's Survivor. I get that um, she wants to play the game. But given the situation and how those idol works, it's putting a target on all three of their backs by doing that. And regardless if they have a pact or not, that they're not going to vote each other out, um, it's Survivor, and that's obviously not true. And I just thought that it was horrible gameplay from her all the way around the entire episode. I was unimpressed completely. Who was the other person? Austin, J. Maya, and who? Kelly. Kelly. Got it. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I agree with you. That's so true. Um, and then I give an, an LVP honorable mention to Brando just because he got voted out and his like last minute scramble to like save himself and like try oh, to, to, to get the nerd alliance with Drew. Um, yeah, it just didn't work for him. So I gave him an honorable mention LVP. Yeah, it was he he was my LVP because it was just so embarrassing how quickly he like turned on Kendra. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't bears by him so i gave him lvp i gave my mvp to emily um so that's a great pick yeah 
Who was your MVP? I gave it to Austin. Why did you give it to Austin? Uh, I think he's in a power position where he's at. And then I liked how he like, when the girls seemed like they were leaning towards getting the advantage, he just went with it. He didn't fight back too much. I thought that was a good move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Um, yeah, it's just unfortunate that, I don't know, it'd be very hard for me to not eat in a situation like that. Right. Do you have a quote? I don't. Do you? Mine, I liked Austin. I thought he was hilarious. Um, so he was, I'm sorry, I had to read to figure out who he was talking about. He was talking about J. Maya and Kelly. And he said, I view them more as a disadvantage. This is absolutely a symbol of war. They're going to get my revenge for getting in between me and that sandwich. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I thought it was good. Okay. Um, we yeah, had last survivor, which was good too. What was that? Then we had the like last week's survivor was yeah, very it was. good. Especially when it got to tribal council, man, that was okay. So when I I was I was at work and then I I got home and I turned on my TV and it just happened to be on Survivor in tribal council at the very end and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am in for an episode. It's crazy. Yeah, right. Um. So, did you? What did you think of the ending? Um, I thought it was crazy. And that's when I said earlier about how, um, like, I wish that we could have talked about Survivor last week just so that I could talk about how much I didn't like her. Because then this week she gets eliminated in perfect fashion. And I wish I could be like, oh, man, I'm so glad. I mean, I no matter what, like, I'm so glad. But, you know, it's, it's it, it gives a different vibe when you have to talk about it back to back. Right, right. But yeah, I know she she got my LVP again because um, haha, sucks to be you. <laughs> I I felt I felt kind of bad for her. She also got my LVP, but I did feel kind of bad for her that the way it netted out. Um, I thought that I mean I gave Caleb my MVP because um although he did a lot of talking um throughout the episode and that seemed to get him in trouble he played a shot in the dark his shot in the dark worked uh he was safe not only was he safe but he was able to um paint the target big enough and give enough reasons for the person who was against him the most to be the one who actually got eliminated right right who did you I, give yours to? It, I, I gave Caleb my MVP, too. I don't know. I'm nervous for him, though, now. Like, how much longer can he last? But I did give him my MVP. I don't know. I mean, people would have said that about Jag, too. Yeah, that's true. He might find an opening, because it seems like there's a bunch of different little groups, so he could find an opening. Um, Who was your LVP? Jay Maya. Okay. But I felt bad for her, but yeah. Did you have any any quotes? Not really an, any major quote, but I did laugh when Kendra, when Bruce was talking about pariah and Kendra's like, what's a pariah? 
Okay, that's funny. Yeah, I had a couple too. Um, Kendra, she had one of mine. Um, she said there, there's this little petty part of part that lives inside of me that I can't use in my daily life because I live in karma. But Survivor seems like the perfect place to let this petty little Kendra out. <laughs> I like that. Kendra to me to, well let me ask you Christina is there a celebrity that she reminds you of oh gosh um I guess I've never really thought about it who does she remind you of her facial expressions her voice her lisp she is Drew Barrymore oh that's funny I can see it I think I like turned my head away from the TV and her voice. And I'm like, that sounds like Drew. But I think that her voice is what made me really notice it. But then her facial expressions too. She's like very over, I don't know, over, overly animated like Drew. I can see it now that you say that. Yeah. I'll think of that like every week now. <laughs> Side note. Um, I met her in real life and she is so freaking nice. Drew oh, really? Yeah. At a bar in Nashville. That's cool. Aww. Um, I like her. that's very cool I was waiting in line for I, was, I didn't have my phone I was so mad I was my best friend was getting married and Kyler was like I don't know four or five months old and so my bladder sucked I mean she obviously wasn't there but my bladder sucked and I was waiting in line for the bathroom and of course a bunch of drunk girls and I was I was like I can't hold it like I'm about to pee in my pants and I was like I just had a baby and she and her friend, they're like, do you want to go in front of us? I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm, you know, because I was talking to someone in front of them. And I said, wait a second. I said, say that again. And she did. I go, oh my. And she put her like finger to her lip. She was wearing a baseball cap and her hair was up. And I was like, shut up. And we talked for a couple minutes until we went in. And then we washed our hands together. I'm like, you're so lucky. I don't have my phone with me. But yeah, I was being drunk and stupid. But she was so nice. Oh, that's nice. That's awesome. That's a that's a good little anecdote. Um, to get back into the survivor gear though, I have a couple more quotes. So Caleb at one point he says, You can't run through this game by yourself like a vigilante. I'm not Batman, you know. I'm Caleb. I'm the Canadian. Right. That was good. That was I good. That was funny. Um, and then Drew, during Tribal Council, he, at the very end, before they vote, he says, I mean, you know, Jeff, we all love the game, and there's um, some big swings here tonight, and I think I and everyone else is excited to see if they were home runs or strikeouts. Yes. I think people who play this game are just, they're brilliant. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Drew is like a literal genius, so. Do you have any final thoughts on Survivor? No, but I saw people complaining about the season, but I like it so far, so I don't know. I guess I'm in the minority. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wasn't a huge fan of the first episode, Um. But since then, I thought I think it's gotten better. And I think that there's a lot of like dynamic things that happen that are making the season good Um, that like potentially later on in the season, we'll look back and can like recognize those moments. Yes. Right. 
Um, so I have, I, I texted you guys about this, but I have this coworker who's in, who plays Survivor Fantasy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she comes to her, she's like, Christina, I had a dream last night that about Survivor Fantasy. And she's like, I was in fourth place. She's like, not first, fourth place. And I was so hyped. And then um, it was so funny. And then like, I guess it would have been like Friday or something. I We were talking about Survivor. And because she watches it on Thursday because she doesn't do cable. Um, so on Friday, we were talking about Survivor. And um, she she's like, I wonder if I have that person. I think I have him on my team. And she, like, pulls it up to, like, check or whatever. And she's in fifth place. And she just, like, goes around, like, the whole restaurant telling everybody, I'm in fifth place. I'm-. It was so funny. And I'm That's like, so- it's oh, almost oh, a dream come true. It was funny. That's cute. Almost. She might get there. She might get there. Yeah. Yeah. She might. I am, I'm rooting for her to win because she's she's pumped about it. <laughs> I like that. Which That's I think sweet. you're actually ahead of her right now, Michelle. For Survivor? It's uh, it's either Survivor or Big Brother. You're in the top three. Big Brother, I am like dead left. I have no one left. So I'm okay, so it must be Survivor. The show you're most invested you know i have no one left my team was a big flop i had riley hassam luke my team was a flop oh that's funny um no i'm doing good in his bachelor which is funny because i'm not even watching that show that is funny well if you have cat on your team you should be doing just fine well i do because i i that's one of the few people that i knew so (laughs) i yeah, Kat is um, bringing the bringing the drama for sure. Um, okay, so moving on to the season premiere of the challenge season thirty nine. I'm yeah. worried for this season. I know. Well, we kind of talked about the things we don't like, right? Like. When we were texting. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm concerned about the season as well. I think that um, I hate that they, they're they like one team. They're not going against each other. You know, I think that if um, they would have done like something more like cutthroat, like like a, a Vendettas type format or um, a Final Reckoning type format, that this cast could have been a lot more successful. Because then we'd really be seeing, like, who is good enough to be the next, like, generation of the challenge. Whereas I feel like we're all working together. Like, we're not really seeing that. We don't get the opportunity to see that. Nobody's working against each other. They're just all trying to help each other. Yeah. Abby, did you watch it at all? Because I'll tell you what the format is. It sucks. You know what? I I haven't. And it's going to take a lot for me, too. No, it's the format is they're all one team. And TJ said at the end, they win $300,000, but they have the opportunity that they could add more to it. So every week they do a challenge where they're trying to add more to the pot, but they're all working as one team. It's horrible. It's like literally almost like, please watch a challenge so that this show doesn't get canceled because like for real at night. It's bad. It's It's, really bad. Yeah, it's not... Why are they doing it, guy? Why 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 is it going this direction? I mean, it's been going this direction for a well, while, but I think that part of this it? season, I think and I hope, it's because 
they're trying to save budget for a bigger budget season 40 cast, which makes sense because it obviously will cost a lot to pay people to be on, like to be on like a flagship versus um like an all-star season. Cause I'm pretty sure all-star seasons, they get paid as much as regular challengers, but they get they're filming for like a third of the time. So if they're filming for like a third of the time, then if they want if they want them to film for that extra two months or whatever it is, then um they're gonna have to pay them a lot more. And I think in order to do that, they had to have a low budget season 39, which mm-hmm. potentially could make people be like really wanting to come back for season 40 if they're like this was horrible and then they get you know like a a season that has um i don't know names that are only on all stars now yeah right but yeah so i don't know i just think they really dropped the ball in casting because so many people um i mean they're older now. They're like my age, you know, so many of the people that have been on for so long. And it's like nobody younger has really not many have stepped up to become like the new, the new challengers. Well, well I think that there, there's a group of people that, that did that. Um, but for whatever reasons they have, like Ashley, they're taking a hiatus from, you know, I think that like Ashley, Marie, Marie, yeah, Amanda, um, Kayla, yeah, Kayla, um, Corey and Nelson, like they're the people that that really had the had the ability to be Cam, you know, like that next even season. Jenna, yeah, I, I would just say even Jenna. And Zach, were I mean, mm-hmm. they all just went on and had lives, though. They had babies. They had, you know, they started younger, like starting their lives. I feel like then mm-hmm. everyone you just named pretty much has kids. Yeah, but we've seen that so many people do come back with kids. It's not like an impossibility for them to come back. Um, I think that like it would just take like a season 40 or something like that. Oh, fingers yeah. crossed. I hope. I really, really hope. Um, I think that they depart in February, so we'll we'll find out in a few months. So I gave my MVP to Big T. Um, she was very underestimated. She is considered the weakest link, which is hilarious considering they gave her the episode zero speech. Um, and she won her elimination, so I gave it to Big T. And I gave my LVP to Jessica because, man, did she bury herself in that deliberation speech. Oh, my. I had to think of who even is Jessica, the Australian Jessica. Yes, she did. She totally did. Which is sad because I liked her on the Australian version a lot, but no. I like any of the Australian people to come back. Like even the girls I didn't like watching that show. I just think they're good. They were all good TV. Mm-hmm. So it was, I was very sad to see her go. And uh, I think Christina, I told you, like, I didn't even really have an MVP for this episode. Cause I really could, I couldn't think of one. Mm-hmm. 
I actually ended up giving an LVP. I have more LVPs than I do MVPs. I have an LVP honorable mention to Callum for um, playing Michelle for saying he doesn't have a girlfriend. And then in the same episode going into, and I wonder if it was just cut that way. Like, cause normally they don't get phone calls home that early, you yeah, know, right. but the way that they made it look is like, he was like telling Michelle that he didn't have a girlfriend and the next day is having a video call with his girlfriend saying that he loves her. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> editing, right? I think it was editing. I think so too. But either way, um, I gave Callum an MVP or LVP honorable mention for it. Um, because I feel like there's a difference between like, Okay, so no matter what, like, cheating, obviously, it's wrong. But cheating happens on reality TV, like, somewhat often. Um, and you can handle it like uh, Syrian did on uh, in the Challenge Australia, where he's upfront and honest about it. Or you can handle it like Callum does, which is giving me, like, major Bear and Georgia vibes, which is a whole nother level, level of ick that I just... I don't like it. Yeah, right. I had so I had Cal- Callum as my LVP. I do not for the, blame you. One for the same reasons you just said. And then I want to give honorable mention LVP to Michelle because you literally asked him point blank if he has a girlfriend. The way he hemmed and hawed and hesitated and told fifty five stories, you didn't get the memo from that. She just she heard what she wanted to hear. Sorry, he still said it though. I mean, uh, he heard what she wanted to hear. He hemmed, oh, uh, well, I'm talking to someone. Uh, 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 come on. Like, I don't know. She does this every season, though, so I don't know. Yeah. Did you, you talk about the episode? Was, was it Michelle Fitzgerald? Yes. Yeah. Well, I can't stand her, so that doesn't surprise me. I, I'm over her really, really badly. <laughs> well, we've seen her, like, all year. I too much. Maybe I'm on. I just, I just like, I can't have her come back every season. Suddenly she's in love. Episode one, every season. She did it with Emmanuel and Fessy, and now him. I'm like, I can't do it. She used showmances on Survivor too, didn't she? Wendell, but I don't think it was like on camera. I think it was off camera. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I had a quote. It was Big T at the very, very end. So, um, Horacio voted so everybody votes for for um jessica to go in besides horacio and horacio voted for big t now on the official challenge podcast big t said that um she heard that her name was a target in the house and that a lot of people were going to say her name but then when the votes start going and everybody's saying jessica some of the people who originally said they were going to say big t um said jessica because they didn't want to be on the wrong side of the vote whereas um horacio said no like i said i was gonna vote for big t so i'm voting for big t i'm not that's why he said like i'm not a sheep um so he votes for big t to go into elimination um that's not why she goes into elimination she goes into elimination because jessica called her down but at the end of the elimination after she wins in her confessional she says um I'm concerned about Horacio putting my name in. I officially don't find him hot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, I missed that. That's funny. 
So that was my quote. What was your quote? I I found a struggle to find one, but I don't know how do you say his name. Syrian or Kieran? Syrian? I thought it was Syrian, but I could be wrong. Maybe it's Kieran. Uh, I I just liked when he said, "If he wins, he's gonna put his money in some Pokemon cards." I thought that was hilarious too. At least he's honest. See, I love I love him because he's a good he's, character, perfect for. Well, yes, and he was like honest about the cheating, honest about like I I love him. He's yeah, so I real. Yep. Um. Okay. So moving on to episode two, then. Who was your MVP in LVP? Oh. <laughs> you go first because I didn't write this one down. I watched it though. I guess my LVP has to be listen, I wanted to defend the man so badly. I wanted to stick up for him. I told Christina, I'm like, I'm gearing up. I didn't watch the episode yet, but I'm going to start defending Chauncey. I'm glad I didn't because I'd been embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chauncey got my LVP too. <laughs> Um, finding an MVP this episode was a little difficult, but I gave it to to two people, Melissa and Kyland, um, because they had this conversation in the in the club about um, so basically like everybody's chanting for them to kiss because they've been like very close so far this season and everything, and he just kind of kisses her on the cheek. Well, she's like upset about it because she's like that's so embarrassing. I can't believe that he didn't kiss me. Why wouldn't he want to kiss me? Whatever. And then they have this like very real conversation where he like tells her about like having autism and how he processes things differently. And PDA is just something that's like really uncomfortable for him. And it was just in like her response to it was like, well, you didn't tell me that you had autism. Like then, you know, both of them are like, well, this makes sense. And you can see them like really growing closer. Um, And it was just, I don't know, like, I guess similar to what I think about Syrian and why I like him is that was just such a real moment that I gave them my um, um, MVPs. I love that's a great choice. I love that. Uh, while you were talking, I thought of who I, I during the episode, I did pick a person for my MVP. Um, but I think what you what you just said is great. I thought was my fa- that was my favorite moment of the episode, actually, what you just said. Um. But for my MVP, I picked Colleen because I thought she did very well in the daily challenge. And then she had a confessional where she said, I forget who she was talking about, maybe Chauncey, where she said, this is why I'm trying to stay under the radar and not be, um, you know, called out. So I thought she was, that kind of showed she was playing the game well. And I thought she did well in the daily challenge. Yeah, I I don't know if you've seen this, but how many shows she's done since the last time she appeared on the challenge. I mean, that girl is booked and busy and like, wow, like she, I think that she has, she's strong. And I really think that she has the potential to to show us something this season, which is surprising to me in like a really good way. Yeah. And I think she's super smart. She's, I don't know. She's very smart. She's good. She's good TV. I don't know. I like her a lot. So. Um, I had a bunch of quotes this episode. So if you had any, we'll see if you had any of mine. Uh, I don't think I had a quote. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I do have one. Oh my God. I see my notes now. 
I just labeled it as survivor. I see my notes now. Okay, I did have a quote. It was from Kyland. He said, the problem isn't people not doing their best. The problem is that not everyone's best is the same. And I was like, wow, that's a very astute point. And he said that after they kind of fumbled on the daily challenge. I like that. That isn't one of the ones I had, but I like that. Um, oh, I have I have another one. I think this was Callum. Uh, who was he talking about? He said, great speech. I thought I was in bra- Braveheart. Um, who, who, so who he was this? talking, he was talking about, um, Huey's speech, his deliberation speech. Yes. Okay. Yep. So those were my two quotes. Um, those are good. Okay. Okay. So here are mine. So I have Big T, um, she said during the, during the daily challenge, she says, Kim Kardashian move aside because Huey is in town because nobody could. They were struggling. Everybody was struggling to get past Huey's butt and the human ladder. <laughs> right. Um, and then right. Melissa, um, at one point, she says in a confessional, like, and it makes me feel like I'm chasing him, which I'd never do. <laughs> which, is, I mean, I feel like that being like a very real thing for Melissa, like, uh, no, no, no. Um... <laughs> But I think maybe my favorite one, I have a couple more, but I think maybe my favorite one was Narice. She's talking about Raven. Um, and she goes, my intuition was right when I didn't like her last season because you're fucking annoying and you're desperate. Like, I guess I was right. <laughs> <laughs> that is good, too. <laughs> um, and then Melissa laughing through the elimination she says, there's absolutely not a chance in hell James is fit enough to run a final. He'd actually run into the final and be gasping for air, just gas out, like, the, in the first five minutes. <laughs> and then Michelle, my last one, she says, um, I've, I've never liked to play with control. I like a little bit of chaos. So are the people entertaining? Because it seems like. Yeah. I think so. I, I I like a lot of the people. I think that they had the potential to be a good cast if the format was different. But like okay. the fact that they're all working together, it's like very like Vacation Alliance vibes. Okay. Well, I started it and I, I had it. I couldn't finish. I think I started it late at night. So I'll watch it and. <sighs> Even if it's not the challenge we're used to, if like the people are entertaining, I would enjoy it more. Yeah, I think that the people like literally, I mean, you can see episode zero, like literally everybody is hooking up. Um, like even I, we don't see this, but um, I can't remember what who said it on a podcast, but somebody said that um like Jessica and Syrian they were like hooking up at the beginning of the season and when they were playing spin the bottle like somebody else um spun theirs on him and she like pushed them aside and started making out with them she was like already jealous so I don't know I mean like the cast isn't isn't terrible um I think it would be a lot more better if Johnny Middlebrooks was there um stir some stuff up but it, the cast in and of itself is it's not terrible but the season is bad 
Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Unfortunately. Oh, I do. Ha you know, I have an honorable mention MVP for Raven for being loyal to Chauncey. I thought that was really nice. And I didn't like that all like she was getting ganged up on for it. Um, I can see that, but I think it's going to bite her. Yeah, no, it's going to come back and get her, but they already didn't like her. W weren't they already saying like, oh, I'm not sure about Raven. Like, this is just That's their true. So That's I respect, true. I respect her for being uh, a loyal friend. So fair, fair enough. Any final thoughts about the challenge? Not really. No. Okay, so moving on to Bachelor in Paradise, Abby, who was your MVP for episode five? I think. Hold on, let me pull up my notes. Um, I gave mine. Davina, what's her name? Davia. Davia, I gave it to her. Okay. I thought she was really cute, and I kind of thought it was funny how she took Tanner away. And she's just, like, new. She didn't even talk to anybody else. Yeah. She knew that's who she wanted. And my LVP was obviously Kat. Um, my LVP was Kat, too. I don't I don't really like Kat, but I, I, I like the fact that she makes really good TV. I think she's hilarious. I like her on my screen. You know when they cross that line into being so awful, it's not even good TV? That's her for me. She's really? that character. Yeah. Yeah. She's not a she's not an enjoyable um villain or whatever you want to call her to me. Um where like Corinne was an enjoyable one for me to watch right. or certain people. Um yeah, no. Oh my gosh, imagine Kat in the house with Omarosa. Jesus. I will say, though, if Kat wasn't on this season, I'm sure they would find other stuff, but this season would be pretty lame. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I gave my MVP to Brayden. Um, I think he really has turned it around here in Paradise. Um, oh, I like that he had his date with with Rachel that episode I like how happy they seemed um according to Wells it was like kind of a flirtatious thing that other people saw like before they saw it um even like when they were connecting with other people that like I don't know like maybe these two should get to that's why so many people in the truth box like had said like that they should make out or whatever um, it wasn't all Brayden that put that in there. It was like something that a lot of people actually thought. So, um, yeah, I, I gave my, my MVP to Brayden and I gave an honorable mention, um, to, uh, Peter. Um, I can't remember why. His connection with the Canadian? Yeah, I think just because he he did he he did a good job of like saving himself and like putting himself mm -hmm. out there and yeah, I, I gave I gave an honorable mention to Peter. And then I, like I gave an LVP honorable mention to Tanner for not talking to Kat pre-date when it was her freaking birthday. 
Oh my God. If I hear that line one more time. I'm just saying. It's my birthday. You know, my, my birthday. birthday is like two weeks away. So I can't. I'm 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 just like she is. I can't say anything. <laughs> I would have been the same exact way. No, no, you wouldn't have. If if somebody else went on a date on my birthday, I would be pissed. I probably would have been more dramatic than Kat, to be completely honest. <laughs> oh my god! And I would have pulled you aside and and like get your shit together. If the person that I was dating went on a date on my birthday, I would be pissed. Like, I don't know. I mean, and not even, he didn't just go on a date on her birthday. He, like, didn't, I don't know. He, like, just <laughs> talked to her. I don't know. Um, But I gave her my quote. She said, I'm not living with the bugs for no reason. I didn't have a quote, which there were probably a million. I just didn't, was not thinking about it. That's okay. That's the point of what we were going to do with the shows, but. um, It's okay. I don't have a quote for every episode. It's fine. It happened. She had, she, she was something else. And it's kind of funny, honestly, like Brayden kind of watching her unravel because he was like, you know, he's over her, Mm -hmm. but. He's still, He's still a little petty Betty. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think Olivia said something too about karma, and I don't know. So, episode six. You're gonna hate me for this. I'm not because I didn't even finish it. I was watching it, and did I text you, you or Michelle that I fell asleep? Like I napped. Like I fell asleep. So I haven't, you can spoil it, but. I gave my MVP to John Henry. What did he end up doing? Why would I hate that? Wait, did he, did he leave Olivia? For Kat? Um, so we don't know that. It was a cliffhanger. Okay. But. I saw Kat hitting on him. But. I gave it to John Henry because he's, like, now the hot commodity that, like, he should have been all along because he's super hot. And I thought it was hilarious. so, too. Okay, so Kat, she's, like, talking. She talks about... Okay, this is literally my quote. Okay, so I just had to double check here before I just started talking about it. Um, So... At one point, Kat is talking about how John Henry has his tongue pierced and his tongue ring, and apparently he told her that he has a vibrating tongue ring, and Jess goes, do you turn it on when you're making out? Does it make it feel good? God, she's something else. (laughs) And Kat just obviously starts dying laughing, because, like, how can you not? Because she's just so naive. You know what, Jess, you're going to hate this take, but Jess annoys me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I could take her or leave her. She's not my favorite. I mean, okay. I feel like she's, she played, I mean, the same thing she did with What's-His-Face, um, The Bachelor. Like, that conversation was so confusing and not really saying what she was feeling. I feel like she's done the same thing with Blake, and it's like the whole naive, innocent thing is cute. But like, I, I'm not, I'm not buying it completely. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's, she's just not looking people for sure. And especially how she just like turned and made out with Tyler like it was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So got there, but yeah. You know what? I didn't uh, that I thought was weird. And obviously, I don't know what happens after the show. But Kat just declaring how Charity's her best friend and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't remember that from Zach's season. She kind of. Well, Charity comes down. And I I do think that it is like a mutual feeling. I think they are very close. Oh, okay. I thought Charity and Brooklyn were really close from that season. But speaking of Charity, I gave Aaron B my LVP. Because, man, did he... Uh, take some bullets this episode yeah I didn't know any of that yeah so I listened to the reality Steve um daily daily roundup about it and I guess this girl came to Steve during filming but wouldn't put her name behind it saying but like when you add everything up it like doesn't really add up so basically they broke up a couple months before he got cast and she thinks he broke up with her because he was applying to be on The Bachelor and I guess, or no, she broke up with him um, because she felt like he was distant. And then he told her that, like, he he had some other stuff going on and that, you know, like, he couldn't really be in it fully. And um, he couldn't talk about it for, like, legal reasons. So she thought he was in, like, legal trouble, not, like, contract for The Bachelorette. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's not great, but it's not that bad. Well, how long were they together? Um, I, I, that I don't know. My understanding is that it was like a very like short term or actually I think she said it was like, um, August to December or something like that. It was like very short. Yeah. See, I don't know. That's just not long enough for me to like totally dating for somebody somebody for three months and then you get the opportunity to be on the bachelorette you're gonna say yes you're not in love with that person yet you don't owe them anything you just started dating them i feel the same so that's why i can't i i i I would go on the show if i had been dating somebody for three months yeah especially if it was like kind of casual and no yeah it's it's not jed having a whole ass girlfriend of for like years yeah it's not jared it's not not jared like big brother yeah, so I yeah, I'm, I'm which I heard he's like back together with her. Is that true, Michelle? They uh, his his girlfriend, her name's Kenzie, posted a picture of his dog. So that's what made people think that. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know for sure, but that's what made people think that. Um. So, who was your MVP this episode? Well, I didn't do it because I didn't finish. Oh, okay. I only got like an hour into it. Gotcha. That's fair. Well, then we can move on to episode five of The Golden Bachelor. I gave my MVP um, to to Leslie because they had this conversation during the group date and he tells her, you're my girl. And so mm-hmm. I gave it to Leslie. I think he really, really likes her. And then I gave my LBP to Sandra just because, um, I mean, it was it was very, very obvious that it was between that she was one of the ones going home, especially when you found out that it was going from six to three. Poor Christina podcasting about this show by herself. Oh, <laughs> and I told, I told you I was, girl, no, no, I'm still like, 
three or four okay. episodes behind. Okay, so um, so they go down from from six people to three people, and it's really weird to me because I feel like Faith definitely deserved a one on one, and um, but I feel like if she would have had her one on one like the week prior or something. I don't know that she would be one of the three that were going to Hope Towns. Um, Because I think he had a really good connection with Ellen, too. And I think it's possible that she could have gotten that third rose over Faith if Faith didn't get the one-on-one and the one-on-one rose. But the date went so well, like, obviously she was going to get the rose, but that just automatically means she's going to hometowns. I don't know. It's all, it's, maybe he doesn't, it didn't like the other girl as much as I thought, but um, those that was kind of my my thoughts on them. And then um, Susan, she was great too, but um, it was it was very clear that those four were the ones that he had the strongest connections with. It's almost a shame that filming was shorter so that there were only three hometowns instead of four. And Do you then, know spoilers, Christina, what? You know spoilers. Um, as far as like who wins, the uh-huh. no, reality Steve doesn't even know. We just oh, okay. I know who the final two are. I just wonder if he's still with, if there's been any spoilers about him still being with the final lady. No. So of the final two, um, which we don't know yet because it was, it ended on a cliffhanger just like Bachelor in Paradise did. Um, it, it, yeah, we don't, we, the the final two like spoiler wise um reality steve said is that he's heard both names he doesn't know which one won Hmm. but episode six was a real doozy um i gave my mvp to leslie again i think she's um she's the only one that got a, a rose before the cliffhanger i think she's a very um clear front runner um and yeah, so I, I gave it, I gave it to her and then I gave it to my LVP to Gary. I know I'm not supposed to do that, but I had to because he told all three women at her, their hometowns that he loves them. And he put himself in quite the predicament because that's why we get the cliffhanger because he literally like has a panic attack, excuses himself and is like hyperventilating, like I'm going to throw up. And it's like, oh yeah, God. he shouldn't have done that. Wow. Maybe he meant like he loved them in some way. No. Okay. When he says it, okay. Like literally when he says it, I think it was to Faith, who I think is his weakest connection. He like literally says it to her in front of her entire family. He's like, and it's like, do you want to say it? Do you want to say it? Like, should we say it? And like, they say it to each other in front of her family. It's awful. Yikes. So, yeah. Um, and then I, but I gave my quote to Gary too, because, um, so when he, when he has Teresa's hometown, 
he gives her a hug and he goes I give her a hug and she just fits so nicely and it was just like really cute the way that so yeah I gave my quote to Gary and I gave my my best dress to Leslie for her um her rose ceremony dress because it she looked like she could have been 25 I mean that woman looked phenomenal in her rose ceremony dress So, moving on then to show that I think you've been watching. Um, how many episodes of, of F-Boy Island have you guys watched? I've, I watched the first three. So, I think there was one on Monday and Friday. Both Monday and Friday. I missed both of those. Okay. How about you, Abby? Are you caught up on F-Boy? I am caught up on F-Boy, surprisingly, yes. And you watched Friday's episode, too? I did. Cool. So we can talk about all three episodes. Sweet. Um, okay. So starting with episode three, then. Um, I gave my MVP to Christian. He had his one-on-one date. And um, he just seems like such a great guy. Like, I think he is maybe one of the, like, nicest, cool guys there, if you will. So, because, you know, you know, like, Pierce, like, there's some of the guys that are, like, clearly nice guys that there's just no way that these girls are going to pick, right? So, I I think Christian is a nice guy, and I gave him my MVP. He's my MVP, too, and I just love him, and I don't know. She's an idiot if she doesn't pick him. I agree. But... Yeah, especially with who she has left. I gave mine to Benedict. Just, I thought he kind of stole Katie away from the other guys. Yeah. That's a good one. She said it in multiple episodes now that she feels benedictmatized. (laughs) I missed that. (laughs) Um, she She said it, I think, with the first episode he was on, and she said it again on Friday's episode. Um, and then I gave my LVP to Jared because that guy sucks. We so we get like this montage of like him be that he's an f boy and all this and all the stuff he says to her. Um, yeah, I gave I gave Jared my LVP for sure. He's my LVP LVP too, and not just for this episode, but. Yeah, and I give an honorable mention LVP to CJ because he's not doing too hot either. I mean, this is like three episodes ago. Like, what is Daniela doing? I don't know, but I, I, I'm just not enjoying these girls as much. Really? Season two was so much better. Season I don't two. like Katie. She annoys me. Oh. I tried to give her a chance, but I just don't really like her. I do like the blonde, but... She's terrible-tasted men. Yeah. Horrible. And Hallie is just... Honestly, she's almost just kind of there. Like, in the previews for the third... For the episode coming up on Monday, when the guy tells Hallie that Mercedes was like, out of all the girls in New York, they picked her... Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with him. I'm like, not, and she's gorgeous, stunning, but 
but she's she's just I don't know very dry okay you guys I just realized that I've been reading the wrong weeks MVP and LVP okay because I had no idea what you were talking about I gave my um, MVP to Benedict and my MVP honorable mention to Mercedes because I thought yeah. it was really <laughs> impressive that he came back in and he, with like his reputation, with everything that they knew about last season, and he still like is in the good graces of, of the women. So I gave it to him. And then I gave my LVP to Nick because of his exit speech was so awful like I that's definitely the nice guy that they said wasn't really a nice guy oh Uh, my god okay I'm wrong too I didn't I had no idea what you guys were talking I gave my so I labeled two of mine episode three for some reason and that's (laughs) that's why okay oh it's okay I just Sorry, I gave my MVP to Mercedes actually. Oh, uh, what's wrong with you guys? And because <laughs> he came in and he got the date, and then I, I I gave my LVP. It was a toss up between Mercedes' brother and I an LVP honorable mention. Marquis. Yeah, it was, I was gonna do him, but that one guy I don't remember his name, Nick. but he was a nice guy at the end, but yes. he was horrendous. Yeah, I don't even Nick. remember his name. Nick. I just I'm put. On, I'm on his side. His name's Nick. I'm Team Nick. <gasps> no. Yes, Mercedes is awful. He came on the show that he's already been on, stole the girl his brother likes, and then like totally was not remorseful whatsoever about it. And then he was kind of a dick about it. And Nick called him out. I'm Team Nick. That's so funny. Okay. So I don't know. Y'all know me. I like I liked Mercedes last year. So, um. Um, but what he said to her was so, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, he, I, oh, he went I a little, didn't like it. I agree. He went a little too far. He did go too far. <laughs> I just put LVP, the good guy who was a fuck face. Yeah. Nick. I don't. Yeah. Who was your LVP, Michelle? Mercedes. I thought oh. that was so horrible. Like, this is your. I don't I first of all, I don't know if they were actually brothers because at one point I thought he said like he's like a brother. So are they actually brothers, like blood related brothers, or are they just so close that they're like brothers? I thought they were brothers, but I could be wrong. Okay, okay so I we'll thought- go with their brothers. Why would you come on the show and go for the same it's all for TV, I guess. I'm just being stupid, but I don't know. I he, Mercedes, no. I I thought that was really rude. That guy, Mar- Marquise, is that his name? He didn't. He didn't he have didn't a chance, there, right? He didn't no. have an investment in any of the girls. He was just, he probably just got casted because he was Mercedes' brother and it was a reason to bring Mercedes back. I didn't care. Yeah, you're probably, I agree with you. I do. Did you have a quote this episode? I Mine was when Nick said, I don't trust Mercedes as far as I could throw him. I mean, That's I could not- throw him pretty far because he doesn't seem like he weighs that much. Yeah. That's funny. How about you, Abby? No, I didn't have any quotes. I had one from Benedict. He said, last time I was on F-Boy Island, I got my heart broken. This time I just got to have the dog in me. You know, it's a golden doodle, but it's there, you know? He's so funny. I know. I really like Benedict. 
which we know that from last season. So then moving on to Monday's episode, episode four, I actually gave my MVP to Keith. Um, I was like shocked that he actually kind of broke out this episode. He had this like really real conversation about being bi, um, asking her, you know, if she had a problem with it. Of course, she ends up saying, you know, like, no, I've been with women too. Um, it was just like, again, just like another like really real conversation. I think um, those conversations are really like what reality TV it the positive of how reality TV is turning opposed to like, you know, like the negative is obviously like not as much drama, stuff like that. I think the positive is is these real conversations like we saw with um, Kyle and Melissa and now Keith and Hallie. So my MVP was Vince. Okay, that's fair. Why? Because he, well, he made that comment and I personally don't think he made it in an F-boy style about game over. I think he really is smitten. And oh, yeah. then the fact that the whole drama was supposed to be centered around him and it became nothing about him. And he was still looked at as the good sweet guy. And it became between Marco and that other guy, um, the twin. Mm-hmm. I forget his name. Um, <clears throat> uh, like he got, Alicia. yeah, he got out of that totally unscathed. Uh huh. So, and then my LVP was Marco. Oh. Okay. That's the second time he's brought drama, and it's not even good drama. My LVP was Marquise because, man, he really dropped the ball with Daniela. And, like, the way, like, him saying, like, oh, like, you were my first pick anyways when, like, clearly she wasn't. And, like, just, like, being, like, saying he was 20% in with her at first and, like, 80% in with Hallie and then, like, completely flip-flopping. I mean, it just, yeah, he was my, meh. He's my LVP. It's just such a non-factor to me. I mean, it's sad that he turned out to be a nice guy but he was I don't know I had a couple quotes this episode um Benedict I mean the guy will probably have a quote every episode from me because he's so funny um but he says everything you said sounds like a poem man I just want to get that tattooed on my arm or something (laughs) (laughs) and and then um Marco um, when he's talking about um, Katie going on a date with Vince, he says, going to go do her taxes or some shit. And I thought that was funny, too. Mm-hmm. And then I gave a best dress to Katie, her her red dress that she wore. Um, it was like sheer red, but then it had some um, not sheer red in in the appropriate places and I just thought it was like very flattering on her so I gave her a best dressed so now moving on to the um, episode that I was originally talking about Christian in this episode gets my uh, MVP because of the deep dive um, they, they do a deep dive on, on the men, the social media deep dive episode, and he comes out looking the best out of everyone. And I mean, 
yeah, I, like we said earlier, if, if she doesn't pick him, there's some problems. And then Jared, <laughs> I gave my LVP to because, um, well, let me just read my quote. One of them. He said, I mean, it's for TV. It's good. That's why he gets a quote. But he gets the LVP, too, because he sucks. So um, he says, Daniela is looking at me with those eyes, and I know she wants to kiss me or wants me to kiss her. And I do I do not want to kiss her at all. But for 100K, I'll do what I got to do. That's what I was talking about in the chat earlier today that I thought was so disgusting. Mm -hmm. I don't even think that's good to be. I just, I, I don't know. I mean, her watching this back, like how humiliating. Yeah, seriously. I hate him. And I gave CJ the LVP honorable mention because he went from one of her top guys to her bottom guy because of his social media. I still have faith in CJ. Not if she eliminates him. Well, yeah, not if she eliminates him. I still think he's a nice guy. I do not think the twins are. So no. listen, I this was my least favorite episode, but also my most favorite, which is really weird. Because finally, they did something with Nikki and the guys. And I thought the therapy session was fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. And then I also liked even though I don't like Marco, the roast between him and Benedict was really fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, but they're funny. They're funny. And and I didn't like it because Jared was, it's just, I mean, I don't, from what I remember, even Garrett wasn't this bad. So, yeah. No. I mean, Jared, I like, like, he's you. acting like Mercedes did. Like, yeah, but Mercedes really caught feelings and he really did like Luis. Right, but not but at that, first. He was just that, like Garrett at first. I don't think he was that I don't think he was that bad. I don't remember it, but maybe time has passed. Um, I know y'all did not like Mercedes, and I was always like I wanted him to be like a good guy. Mm -hmm. Um, even though he plainly said he wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um I don't know. She just needs. I don't know. I had one more quote. I have. So Katie, she had a quote when she was talking about um, Marco and his social media. She says, you know, I really thought I was going to get more F boy vibes, but I'm just really getting generic LA guy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Did you have any quotes this episode? Um, I actually watched this one today, so it's fresh, but, um, no, just the whole, I'm trying to think of some of the funny ones with the therapy, therapy session, but I don't know. They were all pretty damn funny. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I thought it was interesting too, that, um, the twins, I think they're the only ones that like openly said it, but that they had never been to therapy before. Well, they need it for people that age. I think most, I mean, maybe not most, but I think most people that age, it's, it's like pretty normal for people to go to therapy when they're um, like, I have actually never been to therapy. Really? 
not one session. No. So that explains a lot to (laughs) y'all. Well, I also think that that's like, it's not, it is, it is a little surprising, but like not as surprising as them. Cause I mean, no offense, but they're 20 years younger than you. So it's, it's, it's more normal now. Yes. Much more, more normal now than it was when, when you were growing up. Yeah. I mean, it's more normal now than when I was growing up and I, been in therapy since I was like a senior in high school but I wanted to go to therapy it's the only reason I asked to go to therapy or my parents would have never put me in therapy I don't think honestly I know anybody hardly besides me and my husband who have not been to therapy I know Mitch has never been interesting oh god we're just a recipe for disaster (laughs) but yeah. (laughs) yeah Well, if you think about, I think, you know, like people talk about how um, like the younger generation and all these problems and and they're addicted to their phones and social media and all this and every generation is different. And if you think of it in the, in the aspect, I think like one of the really good things um, about that generation is that um, they are more emotionally intelligent, I think than any other generation they care more about their mental health they care uh like way more they care a lot about their mental health um they care more about going into therapy fixing the things that are wrong with them having healthy conversations not being in toxic relationships whereas like when I was was a teenager it was like you're emulating the like the notebook and when they're you know they're fighting and they're like you, you got to mm-hmm. put up with shit and, and all this and, and like really, and like, even like sex in the city, that's another example, like Mr. Big and it's the it, toxicity, right? Yes. And like, that is, is really like, you know, like if, if somebody who's, who's in high school watches one of these, you know, shows that, that were so um, normal for us. They're like, they're like on lawn side and they're like, why didn't she, she picked the wrong guy. She shouldn't have been with Noah. Noah was toxic. And it's so funny that you say that because when sex in the city was, was big, um, you know, it's like, no, we all want to Mr. Big. And I was obsessed Mm -hmm. with that show and rewatch. I mean, I haven't like rewatched it all, but watching it in my late thirties and early forties, I'm like, this shit is sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not about independent women. It was, it was really, yeah, it's crazy. You know, total side note, but I read an article a while back about like the top jobs to have over the next 20 years. And they were all, it was like counselor, therapist, fit, personal trainer, physical therapist, financial advisor, because everyone in the past 10 years, their focus is taking care of their mental, physical health. Therefore, they're living longer. So taking care of their financial health. It's so like, the, lo- that, like the best jobs to have longevity wise were jobs to take care of people in some aspect. It's it's really interesting that you say that because I didn't know that. But my last couple therapy sessions, I have been talking about potentially um, going back to school and instead of getting a master's in journalism, which I'm currently a third of the way done with changing and going for a master's in psychology instead so that I could be like a therapist. Cause I feel like, you know, like I have had kind of 
a decent amount of trauma and I feel like I could really relate and help some people. So that's awesome, Christina. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean that it will happen, but it's interesting that you say that because I didn't even know that that was like something that was on the rise and it is something that I've been considering doing. Yeah, it definitely is according to that to that article. Mental what I really like to do is get a master's degree in both because I really like going to school and I really like education, but um, uh, financially, I feel like that would be like a ridiculous waste of money. But if I well, ever let me tell you this, I, would definitely I started to go. I started to go back to school, and I was about halfway through my prerequisites to apply for a physical therapy school, mm-hmm. and then I got pregnant. So do wow. it now. Cause I, and I, I didn't do it. Cause all of a sudden I, you know, had th- three kids. So do it while you can girl. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know exactly where my, where my path will go. I've been, I've been really, um, pro doing pros and cons for, for journalism and, and psychology. Cause I'm, I'm very interested in both fields, but Yeah. We'll see. But I definitely know I want to go back to school. I just don't know what exactly, what direction I want to go. But in order to do anything with psychology, you basically need a master's degree, which I already have a bachelor's degree. So it's not, you know, it's not like an impossible thing for me to switch to. But anyways, this is not a podcast about me. That was a very side note there. Or maybe we went off on a, a little tangent. Yeah, we did. But let's let's talk about a show that I think the last show we're going to talk about today, a show that I think all three of us are really enjoying, and that is House of Villains. Boy, do I have some quotes uh, stacked up for episode four, but let's get started with episode three. Who is your MVP? Was that the one Jax left during? Yes. Okay, I had Bananas was my MVP and Jax was my LVP. I did the exact same thing. And same. Yeah, I think that this was like a pretty basic, um, straightforward episode as far as like MVP, LVP goes. Um, And I gave my quote to Bobby. Bobby says, Bananas wants me so bad, not interested. I would never date anyone who's been on the real world. (laughs) (laughs) That's great that's a good one did Um, you have quotes that episode yeah i mine was tanisha and tanisha said it's late night i think i'm going to put my feet up have bananas run some tiger bomb on my back my shoulder and all of my necks but apparently i signed up for hell (laughs) she's funny i like her did you have a quote for that one abby no i didn't um probably my husband's quote he he is obsessed with tanisha he's like she was the best thing to ever happen to bad girls club because apparently she i should get him out here to do the quote kyla um but her pop did y'all ever watch bad girls club i know but it shocked no. me in the chat when you said yeah mitch loves tanisha from bad girls club i'm like what yeah it shocked me too when he told me um but he told me, he's like, we should try to find those and rewatch them. He's like, you would really like them. Um, but so I guess funny. she does something with the pots and pans. She's like, wake up, motherfuckers. Like, seen that, like uh, it's iconic. Everywhere. Yeah, I've seen that everywhere. That's okay. what I know her from. 
that. Yeah, he said it was it was one of the best reality TV moments he's seen. Okay, so moving on to episode four, then my MVP was Bobby. Um, for getting himself out of the the elimination for winning the the challenge and getting the most people to do the most ridiculous things. I gave him my MVP and I gave Shake my LVP. Who was your MVP? I haven't watched this episode yet. We're going to watch it tonight. Bobby. Okay. I love that challenge they had to do. They had to tell people, they had to make people do things or like spill drinks on people. It was really fun. I liked it. So I have another um, award to give. The best fight dialogue is New York because it wasn't just like a quote. It was just like the entire fight that she had with bananas. I have some of the quotes here, um, but I mean, this episode was super quote heavy for me. So do you have any quotes before I? No, I, I, literally, just, I literally just wrote down for my quotes was New York. I don't want a symp- sympathy boat dot dot dot. And then she just tore into Am- Omarosa. Okay, so I have that one, too. But, yeah, I mean, that was great. But New York, okay, so first, um, my first one is from Corinne. I'll just go in order of the episode. My first one was from Corinne. She says, I do amp up the dizziness a little bit because it just, like, throws people off. But I'm sharp as a tack, honey. And then the fight with New York and Bananas. So she says... Um, before she goes downstairs to she like pre-plans this fight right she's talking to Corinne and she goes I wonder if I should rake him over the coals one more time before I go to bed that's hilarious and then she goes downstairs and she calls him she goes you amphibian reptile motherfucker and then uh, and then he like starts talking back to her and she goes don't raise your penis at me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was dying okay so she's great um and then after Bobby wins he says thank all of you for being idiots seriously oh that was my runner-up quote that was my runner-up that was funny and then I always just think this is funny just because Corinne like literally in her intro package for the bachelor you see her nanny making food for her and like she's literally known for having a nanny into her 20s and so bananas he's talking shit about his last two his last two exes being morgan and mariah i assume and he says my jobs and my my last two relationships i've been cooking cleaning doing the laundry paying for everything and that's basically it and Corinne says, well, I'll get you a girl who can do it all. And as she's, like, cooking, so it's just, like, super... I I find it funny because I know the origin of Corinne. Yeah, right. Right. Um, And then Tanisha, she had a quote. She's talking about um, Omarosa. She says, the tune that Omarosa was singing yesterday is much different than the tune that I'm hearing today. She worked in the White House. I should expect nothing less. She was down with you know whose administration. I should I should have knew this. I should have knew. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch that. And then New York, um, when she gives like her her the beginning of her speech for elimination, she says, "I'm the original HBI mother 
fucking see and i deserve my spot in here here in the house of villains and um just like her energy the way she said it i mean it's just like i wanted to like throw my hands up and be like yeah new york because i mean it's true she is she is the og um but my favorite absolute favorite quote of the episode is what michelle was talking about when she um when Amorosa says, like, you don't want my sympathy for vote, New York turns to her and says, Amorosa may also say that I find you to be a cock-sucking, cum-guzzling Republican motherfucker, and, and I sleep better at night knowing that you are not in the White House. I, I, oh my god. New York is such good TV. It was incredible. I mean, it was great. Oh, good. I'm excited to watch this episode. It's so good. Now uh, that New York says it, Johnny Bananas kind of does look like a reptile. <laughs> oh, man. She is great. And I know Jax is teased on podcasts. I, I uh, listened to him a little bit. I, I don't know if I finished it or maybe I did um, on Bananas podcast. And he said that they told him that he's allowed to tell people to tease it. He's coming back. So I hope he comes back. I hope New York comes back. And um, I hope that she keeps serving us quotes because this episode was filled with them. Yeah, it was great. And I think that because of shows like this is one of the reasons why I am not enjoying Big Brother as much as I could be because... You know, like like I said earlier, and to to make this go for full circle, you know, if if um there was only a couple shows on, then sure, Big Brother would be great. I would I would be super glad to have it on, but um when it's going up against shows like F Boy Island and and House of Villains, I'm sorry, but those are better shows, in my opinion. It. It depends on the season right now, big, and it depends on the phase of the season. Like it's pretty. I hate the end of Big Brother. It's so boring every time. Mm-hmm. The beginning of Big Brother is always my favorite. Like pre-jury. Well, we're almost about to have a couple shows finished. We we have um this Thursday Big Brother following or finishing up, and then the following Thursday, um we have the Golden Bachelor finishing up. So, um. We are very close to having two of these shows done. Well, I feel like F-Boy Island is going to be finishing soon, right? Because it's already five episodes, and now it's two episodes a week coming out. No, it's one episode a week. It's just switched to Friday. I thought it was oh, two, but... Oh, it was just two this... Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yep. Got it. So, I think we're about probably about halfway through F-Boy... And then I think that um, the Bachelor of Paradise goes until the first week in December. So a little bit longer for Bachelor in Paradise than Golden Bachelor. That's actually not too much longer either. That's just a few more episodes. Yeah, I think and I think that they're skipping um, Thanksgiving, too, which is weird. Because then it's like you have to wait like two weeks for the finale. But wait, why is everything on so late? It's November. Why is Bachelor in Paradise on right now? 
It was Isn't last it? year, too. Okay. But, yeah, I don't know. I just don't even realize it's November because I'm, I'm sitting outside in a tank top. I mean, it's 85 degrees no. here yeah. now. So, I'm like, it's wait. It's almost Thanksgiving. It doesn't feel like it. Okay. Slow down. It has to be mine and Michelle's birthday first. <laughs> what are y'all's exact dates? I shouldn't know this. Um, mine's the 18th and Michelle's, I believe, is the 22nd. Yeah, you're right. Okay, and so my son's right smack in the middle on the 20th. Okay, then he is, yes. <laughs> so 18, yeah. 20, 22. Okay. Isn't Thanksgiving on the 22nd this year? 24th. Oh, okay. Or 23rd, 23rd. Yeah, so your birthday is the day before Thanksgiving, Michelle. Yeah, sometimes it's think. Does yours ever fall on Thanksgiving? And your and yours might no. be a little early. Yeah, mine sometimes falls on Thanksgiving. Interesting. I think the twenty first sometimes falls on Thanksgiving too. I that might be the last one. I don't know. Well, in a few weeks, we'll have to tell everybody what we are grateful for. Mm, yeah, you're right. All right. That's a, good, well, that's a good one. I like that. Is there, do either of you have any final thoughts before we wrap up here? No, not at all. I think mm-hmm. we thought, which was great. Yeah, we did. And I mean, it was, and we skipped last week. So it was kind of, it was basically a double episode, but um, yeah, we got, got through a lot of stuff, but yeah, thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.